Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at fantasyfootballprofit.com. And now your hosts, Craig Welcome and Jeff. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we're talking week two rankings already as we, you know, week one is over. And I mean, we learned some things, I guess. I, I, I have a hard time really putting a lot of stock in what happens in week one just because, I mean, we're going to learn a little bit, but players could have bad games in week seven or eight, and you don't think of it the same way. So we'll, we'll see how we feel about all those. Um, before we do that, though, make sure you guys go check us out on Twitter at the FF Profit or Instagram, Fantasy Football Profit. The website's fantasyfootballprofit.com. And then once again today, we are sponsored by MyBookie again today. So go over to MyBookie, use that promo code PROFIT, P-R-O-P-H-E-T, and they will hook you up there. You got some, you know, we did learn a little bit of week one, so it might be a lot easier to get some uh, wagers in for week two, try to get some... Uh, you know, as we're learning, maybe still take advantage of the point spreads that might not be perfect. Vegas doesn't have it all down yet. So go check that out. Use that promo code profit. And it's once again, mybookie.com. All right, Jeff, let's jump into these ranks here. So I'm going to start a, start us off with basically some listener questions and my rankings, probably yours too, are kind of still like uh, a work in progress on <laughs> recording this on Tuesday night, I would believe. Right. <laughs> You don't have them perfect yet. So I'm trying to get my down because I, I don't know what I believe. I mean, stuff like, do you believe in Corey Davis now? Is Corey Davis a better wide receiver than A.J. Brown? Better than A.J. Brown? No, but I, <laughs> I, he, he's gotten me again. I, I, every time I talk about Corey Davis, I'm always like, one day, one day he'll put it all together. So I love seeing it. I'm not going to rank him above A.J. Brown, but he did shoot up my list. Like, I do believe that he is playable in a tough spot. Yeah. Um, but obviously you need to see more than one week. That doesn't mean anything. He's trying for the late, the late, late Devonte Parker breakout thing here. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, it is very <laughs> tough because we saw a lot of things, a lot of things we didn't like and, yep. and a lot of things we did, but how much does that really count? You know, week one after a, a stranger um, off season, then we're used to seeing, or you're not, you know, you don't see each like play with the quarterback and, and you don't get as many reps, all this stuff. So, what is real and what isn't becomes a very difficult question. So yeah. I do, I, my rankings have definitely changed, but I do try to lean a little more into, you know, the players we, we know and we fell in love with and we've seen them do it before. So I don't try to overreact from week one. Yep. So let's go with this first question here. We'll start off the quarterback spot. We'll go Dylan here. Dylan asks us, who should I start this week? It's that quarterback. He's looking at Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen. So I don't know about you, but I think you take away Breeze right away, obviously, especially with Michael Thomas. Looks like he's not going to be playing now. So take away Breeze. And to me, it's between Rodgers and Allen. And this is actually a tough one for me. I'm being honest. This is really tough because I know, obviously, what Allen brings to the table with the running ability. But I still think Aaron Rodgers is just better. And I still – I tr this comes down to trust for me, I believe. I think it's going to come down to trust – and I trust Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen could, man, he's such a, just a wild card. I know he's good, like in fantasy wise, but he still feels like a wild card. I think I would still play it safe. And I think I'd still go Aaron Rodgers here actually playing against the lions. 
Yeah, I would too. I, I like Aaron Rodgers better. I, I only have him one spot higher than Josh Allen. So it is not, I do too, it's not actually. like it's a wild, right? Not a chasm between them. I, I like Aaron Rodgers better. I like what I saw in week one. He has a healthy Devontae uh, Adams, which is pretty much all he needs. <laughs> and um, they're playing really, really well. And you're playing Detroit, who just got torched in the fourth quarter by Trubisky. Uh, you know, bringing up old wounds again just from last week. Uh, uh, Josh Allen is going against Miami. It's a good matchup. I don't think you can really go wrong with either of these guys. But if you had to ask me, I think Aaron Rodgers not only is safer, but I think he has the way I saw him play in, play in week one, I do believe that he has a, a, a little higher of a ceiling as well. So, you know, if you want to, if you had the hunch and you want to go for Josh Allen or you just you really want to be, you know, a little more of that, that floor with the running, I get it, but I would lean towards Aaron Rodgers, but it's a very, you know, small distance between the two. So we had one other quarterback question that I think will fit for this. It's kind of kind of going to be a rankings question in a way because we got Arvin. He's as, he says he needs a new quarterback because he has Daniel Jones and Carson Wentz, but he wants to pick up one off the waiver wire that is more reliable, which I'm going to base this off rankings then. He's leaning toward – these are the reliable ones he's looking at. Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, Jimmy Garoppolo, Philip Rivers. So if you look at your rankings, those, yeah. those four are still behind Daniel Jones and Carson Wentz, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they are. And, and the, the rough part is I don't really think that reliability – like, yeah, Garoppolo is reliable. Reliable uh, for a decent game, but nothing yeah, special. Yeah, exactly. But I don't know what, what that necessarily means. Like, I, I think that Wentz has just as good an opportunity to – match Garoppolo even though I think Garoppolo will kind of put that together every single week you know what you're going to get from him and I don't know if he needs I don't know why he needs more if he actually wants to play this or like yeah quarterback or what but um if I was him um I would I wouldn't look at reliability necessarily if you're gonna have two two quarterbacks I would start looking at schedule and I would start looking at um I would actually look at upside I really would because if you're gonna go down this route I would rather stream so the bigger question would be, you know, who is going to be good for and try to get a couple of games in a row. It always makes it a lot easier when you're doing waivers and, and whatnot. So if you can get a guy that you're like, hey, this stretch of three games is really good. Like I want to use him for that. That is kind of probably where I would go with it. Um, and saying that, though, I, I still like the two players on your team better than I like any of the three you named, even though it looks like Rivers is going to throw a lot. But I, I, I don't I don't I don't trust it yet because we saw what he did in you know, uh, Los Angeles, I was going to say San Diego. We saw what he did for the Chargers <laughs> last year. Yep. And I think that's what he's going to do this year. You know, it'll be some exciting games, but he's going to throw a lot of interceptions. And I'm, I'm still on team Wentz. Me too. I, I know that I'm, it's, I'm there. I know that it, it, it looked a little off kilter, but I, I really love the tight ends he has. Miles Sanders coming back will help him. And yeah. I think Rager getting a little, a few games under his belt and then just getting anyone like Deshaun Jackson or someone healthy will do wonders for him. So I, I would not bail on that ship yet. No, me either. I'm, I'm going with Wentz here. I think Wentz is far and away better than these other options. I mean, Drew Locke didn't really show much without Cortland Sutton there. Um, he still has some upside. Daniel Jones, I don't know. I mean, he's, he, he, he's going to have good weeks. He wasn't like terrible. I mean, Darius Slayton looks like a good option, so. I'm not too concerned there. So that's about the last of the quarterback question. So I just want to throw out real quick. Like, what, where are you looking at Cam Newton? Do you think Cam Newton, is he like a QB one for you yet? Is he getting up to the top 10 level or is he still a little below that playing at Seattle this week? Yeah, so. he's a little bit below that because 
Seattle. I, I want to see him throw <laughs> quite yep. a few more than what he did. What did he throw like 20 times last game, last week? I want to see him throw more before I can throw him up there. I have him at 13th right now. Um, all the guys ahead of him have done it or had like monster games. And I loved seeing him run like to run into. And I do believe he's going to be very good. And I think he's going to be the Swiss army knife, like whatever they need him to do, he is going to. Yep. Um, but I don't know what that means against a good team. I mean, this might be the one where Seattle's going to put up points, so he's going to have to throw. But right now, if you're asking me him between him and like, you know, a Matt Ryan or a Josh Allen, or uh, I think I have a few guys like Deshaun Watson is a very difficult one for me. I have him at number 10 going against Baltimore, but I still like the way he pulled it out last week still makes me rank him above cam. So I need, I need one more week pretty much in order to get him into the top 10. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. I think most of the guys up top, the quarterbacks, no one really disappointed too much. It was kind of straightforward. They're, the, good, the good guys were decent, so there's not too much room to move people around yet. Lamar is number one for me. Mahomes is number two. It's simple as that. It's, uh, I don't know how you have ranked uh, Wilson and um, Prescott, but they seem to still be three and four, I would say. Yeah, I'm, I struggle with it. I put Dak number three, but – I like Russell better. I have a hard time with this one because Atlanta, I mean, they, you know, they got thrown on. They threw a lot. I figure it's going to be a back and forth game. Maybe that means it's going to be bigger for Zeke. I don't really know yet. I'm, I'm trusting last year and thinking that actually, no, I would, I'm going to go with Russell. I I just trust him more. I would start him. I'm not going to lie to you. And then Dak would be number four. And, uh, um, and then I would put Kyler number five and then Aaron Rodgers number six, Josh Allen number seven. And then we go down from there. All right, so Clark asked a question here of who should he start at his running back two spot? Are you looking James Robinson or Devin Singletary? He says he also have Matt Breida too, but eh, Matt Breida, I yeah, am yeah, off yeah. that bandwagon after week one. He yeah, is not one, playing. That was a hurtful one. Yep, I thought he could – That I think that was a clear situation. We know really early on it's just not his. So Yeah, and even if it, even if it was, I don't I'm know not, what that would do. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. So, so it comes down yeah. to James Robinson and Devin Singletary which could be another sore spot for us here. Yeah. Okay. Well, does that mean I actually would stick with Singletary again? And once again, I, I will game, too. I, yeah. And I was going to say it, they're close though. Does it worry me? Yeah, it definitely does. Yeah. Singletary, you know, Zach Moss didn't do a whole lot with his carries, but he got the goal line carries. You know, we talked about this uh, last week at kind of nauseum, but uh, Josh Allen, the way he runs really does hurt the running back yep. position on that team. I believe in the talent. I do think I would, I would definitely start him ahead of James Robinson only because we had one week. He didn't do anything too special, but he is in the conversation now. He seems like he's a guy, so that's great. But I would still stick with Singletary one more week because I, I, we know what he can do. Yeah, the, the snap count was still – I mean, Singletary I think had around – I think I saw the snap counts maybe like 12 more snaps than um, Moss did. He's still the main guy. It's just – it's hard to be the main guy if Josh Allen's going to take away every carry from you. I mean, Josh <laughs> Allen, no. he, he, you, I mean, he can, he, he can give it to Singletary on the read option. Like, it's, it's a thing you can do. So, we'll see. We'll see if he learns that. But, but you know, I say that because I'm a Singletary believer. But, I mean, it's not like Josh Allen was bad doing it. He played well except for the fumble. The fumbles need to stop. But he's such a great athlete and just runner that – I get it. He it is. makes sense. I, I'm once again, it's one of these, it'll, it'll be ebb and flow. And the, the year is going to be annoying. I already know this yep. now. 
Um, but I, if you're a defense, and I know that he did it all last year too. And I'm not saying they're going to be able to just wind up and hit the guy, yeah. but I and his throwing is not, you know, where it needs to be at the moment. But he obviously has a very strong arm. But I do believe at some point defenses are going to say, all right, well, he kept the ball 90% of the time they did the read. So anytime they do that, just yep. hit him. I don't care. <laughs> hit him. Let, let Singletary or whoever, like, if he hands it off, that, that's our bad. But, you know, if he's going to be 90% of the offense, yep. we're going to take that away. I do believe eventually that will happen. It might even happen in week two. Uh, we'll find out. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe Josh Allen is impervious to, to any defense you know, and he's he, just running around. I don't know. I think the closest comparison I can find to him, it reminds me of like a Cam Newton, like what Cam Newton was, you know, the, the, the size and the running ability and not the greatest passing ability in the world. He's not even as good as Cam, I believe, at that. No, he's kind but, of a poor man's version of Cam, but yeah, I think that is a good comparison, though. Yeah, it's it's way, similar. He's able to run, you know, as a young quarterback, definitely – yeah hurts the defense they're playing. Well, there's just nobody at that size that can just shake off defenders like that. I mean, Lamar doesn't do that. Lamar is a different type of thing, obviously. Kyler's a different Oh, yeah, thing. yeah. Those are different I mean, runners. Yeah. It's Lamar just, is – we haven't seen Lamar. I mean, obviously, yeah. like, it is crazy to say that Michael Vick was a poor man's Lamar Jackson. Like, Kind of, yeah. Yeah, and that, that's crazy to say because Michael Vick might be the most athletic guy I've ever seen play football be, before Lamar. All right, got a couple of other questions here. You got Jack. He's asking about how worried are we about Joe Mixon and Saquon Barkley? So I'm going to check out our ranks and how how did we react to them in one week? And I will say I did. Um, I dropped. I can't. I, I lost my spot. Are, I, are I dropped Barkley. The, are He's, either of them out of the top ten? No. They're okay. still there. Barkley, I believe, if I pull this up, is I think eight for me, seven or eight. I can't. My I lost my rank. There we go, seven. He is still seven, which okay. I I don't know though. Josh Jacobs, I'm very that one. I might have to move. I actually I have Saquon at seven and Joe Mixon at nine. Okay, and I sorry, have eight, uh, eight and nine. What did I say? Seven? Yeah, eight and I, nine. I have Mixon at ten. So. They're still yeah. there. I'm going to still – I mean, Saquon, though, I did drop him because, I mean, this – like, it was – it stared at me. And it was like right <laughs> – it hit me in the face last night. It's like, why, why Why did I rank Saquon ahead of Zeke? I'm thinking for the year. They're both great players, but Zeke's offense is so much better. I guess I just expected well, more of a jump. Maybe I'm overreacting, but it was like watching that game, it's like, oh, wow. Like, what was I thinking? Zeke. Well, part, part of it is an overreaction to week Yeah, it's, it's some of it, but, but that, that but offense other, wasn't – Yes, but the other one, and I can justify in my head, right? I mean, Saquon, when he was healthy last year, was still doing stuff that, like, amazed yeah. you. And you were like, okay, Daniel Jones will have another year under his belt. They should, like, that line should get healthier. I mean, yep. maybe they're not going to be great, but they should be better. And Saquon still looked really good. And on top of that, you have three really, really good wide receivers. Dak was starting to throw more. So Zeke is going to be part of a great offense, but Saquon is the offense. So in my mind, True. I'm not, I'm not completely going away from it, but they have some work to do to get back on track. And I, I feel the same way about Mixon. I'm not off the bandwagon. I, I feel like he is in a better situation than he was last year. And last year he gutted it out and he yeah. last half of the year, he made it work. Give him a couple of games to, mm -hmm. you know, for Burrow to feel comfortable. He is the guy there. And I know that, you know, they, they, didn't throw to him game one, but 
I know that for a rookie quarterback and what and AJ uh, Green coming back, there's a lot of moving parts there. I'm not going to overreact in week one. And he still didn't like with the carries he got, he, he looked fine. So don't overreact. I, I get it. I, I do get it because it, like anytime you spend a first round draft pick on anyone, you need them to produce. But right now this is not the time to take your chips down because you're, you're going to not get the value back. And another uh, concerning player here. Um, another guy asked, are you concerned about Eckler? And you know, somewhat too. It's the same. It's a similar situation. I'm not going to try to get too worried about week one, but the targets weren't there and Tyrod Taylor looks terrible. So uh, it's a bit of concern. I'm still ranking Eckler similar to where I did previously. I think I have him at about 13th for this week. So it's, it's a similar spot. I'm not going too overboard yet. I'm, not, I'm really not trying to overreact too much to these. I think Saquon's probably the one I over or I reacted the most to and dropped him just because there's so many good running backs up there that he can drop. Eckler, I think, is still at this level. We'll see. I, I need to see a little bit more. But, I'm, yeah, there's concern. I mean, there's concern about all of it. Nothing. You don't want to see these players do nothing in the no. first week, and the targets need to be there for him. Yeah, and I, I still have Eckler at number 11, and part of that is my belief that he was such a huge part of the offense last year that you're looking at who did what, you know, how do we get him back on track. It's great that Joshua Kelly – I mean, honestly, it's great because Eckler has never been that type of running back. They, they've used both really well. So I know that he can coexist with him. And if you're going to play KC next week, uh, <laughs> I mean, they're going to put up a lot of points, I have a feeling. You're going to have to throw it. You know, Tyrod, if, if, you know, whatever, we're going to have to push his, his level of comfort. So I do think that they're going to try to target Eckler because those are going to be the easy throws for him. So I do think we'll see more of the old Eckler this upcoming game. If we don't, then once again, reevaluate, but I'm like you, I'm not going to over, overreact on this one. Then uh, Win Diesel has a final running back question for us. Would Benny Snell be an RB2 against Denver if Connor is out? And then also to add to his question, if Connor's healthy, is Snell still a flex? So I'll say if Connor's healthy, I'm not going to put Snell at a flex. And honestly, I still think, I think Snell is more of a flex even if Connor's out. I, yeah, he had, a, he had a good week one. He, look, he, he looked pretty solid. But I saw a lot of Benny Snell last year where he didn't really impress me. I know there was better reports about him this year, but I would need to see a lot more. And I would – I don't think anybody's in that bad of a spot where Benny Snell would be a RB2 right now. I guess, I mean, unless you had Connor as your RB2, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I was, It's okay, but I'd rather have him as a yeah. flex. Okay, yeah, I, I can I can buy I into it. that. I was going to say, he's yeah. definitely a flex. I would say, yeah, back end running back too, probably. Pittsburgh does give anyone that has the running back a lot of carries. I mean, what, he have, what do you have, 19? He had 19 carries. So if you're going to give him that kind of production – then, yeah, I, I would think that he's a back-end running back, too. doesn't mean, depending on your team, who do you start. Um, and I agree with you, though. If Connor's in there, they're going to give all the carries to Connor. So, he, all, like, he disappears from my, from my lineup if Connor's healthy. Yep. All right, we've got some uh, wide receiver questions here. So, we've got Cody. He's asking us, who's he gonna, who are we going to start at his wide receiver, too? Do you go Odell Beckham? Do you go Terry McLaurin? Do you go Marquise Brown? So there's only two options here for me. It's either Terry McLaurin or Marquise Brown because I don't care about the other guy. Dude, this and, hurts my heart so much. How did um, we get to this point, though, where this is even a question? And it's a good question. That is so uh, sad to me. It's Terry McLaurin for me. And 
Marquise Brown's at number two for me, and the other guy's number three. <laughs> I, uh, man, actually, I'm Terry, going Terry McLaurin. Oh, Brown, wow. Brown's a solid option too. I, I like Brown. Yeah, we are, we are all over the place. Actually, McLaurin would be number three for me. Ooh, no, I mean, there's a, yeah, nah. I mean, uh, dude, I look. They got the win, but it wasn't because of their offense necessarily last week. I would have to see more of Haskins. I, I actually like Hollywood Brown. I would start he, him. He was good. Yeah, and he was. He they threw it to him quite a bit more than they did last season, and he always has the upside of catching a long touchdown. He had a what almost a fifty yarder last game. Mm-hmm. Right there, you're kind of like, yeah, that makes it kind of worth it. So, you know, they're going to throw it to him. I, I like Hollywood Brown better. Then I would be OB, OBJ because I'm still yeah. holding out hope. And I guess I'm just dying on that, that hill if it comes down to this, if we have three guys to pick from. I just don't care about that I person. The talent, but I, he is one that I do have to see Washington, their mm-hmm. offense kind of turn it around a little more before I say, yeah, yeah, let's throw him in the lineup. So, Hollywood Brown for me. All right, next one. Got uh, two players here looking to start at wide receiver two. Do you go Tyler Boyd or Julian Edelman? Who should Noah start here? Boyd or Edelman? Um, okay, we we might disagree on a lot of these. I'm not going to lie because these are splitting hairs, but I actually is. would go Edelman. From I think so I, too. From what I saw last week in um, Cincy, it is the greatest fear of Boyd owners is pretty much what happened, right? He wasn't a, he wasn't a big factor. <laughs> No, A.J. Green was back, and he was the guy. And in mm-hmm. crunch time, he was the guy that, that Burrow already went to. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm on board with that. All right, two final questions here to round this thing out. We got tight end questions. So, here we go. Who are we starting at tight end this week? Evan Ingram, Hayden Hurst, or Dallas Goddard? Well, you, you know going? what I'm going to do. I, I go yeah. Dallas. I would. I would. So... Hmm. Yeah, and I, I'm a I, I, you know, I'm on board. Goddard fan. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it too. We, we did it. Yep. Yeah, that is a, it's a tough one. We got a lot of Dallas Goddard questions. Where yep. he ranked is going to be a very interesting overall. Yep. But I know for a fact he will be over these two for me. Yep. And then Logan had the final question, which we already answered because it was the same thing. Is like, who should I go Goddard? Should I put Goddard over Hurst? And yeah, I think we both agreed with it. So yeah, there we go ranks for the week some interesting um we're gonna learn a lot more i still i don't like to overreact too much except i i I don't even think i'm overreacting to that um stuff about that receiver in cleveland that one guy i can't remember his name anymore um but what that guy i don't think i'm overreacting to it i think i'm just finally reacting to it that he's not good yeah i'm not even gonna say he's not good he's talented he's just it's just not working something's wrong no something is wrong in in cleveland for sure i I do have a question is, uh, and we might be able to go over it in the uh, next episode, but wh- what do you see as far as the trade rumors about OBJ and the trade rumors about Allen Robinson? The Robinson one was weird to me. I mean, first um, of all, that, that seems like a legit one. Either that or it's throwing a fissy. I'm not like, I'm not exactly yeah. sure. Yeah. That was a strange one. Um, the Odell one, it could happen. I mean, the guy's not producing and the team's not Why Just get rid of him. I'm not even, I would just get rid of him. It's just not working. Yeah, so. the Robinson be, one's weird though. Yeah, I mean he's angry about something. He's definitely the number one there. They're not giving him his. He wants extension. that contract. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, who knows? Maybe two big names would be out there, and that would we'll do see. wonders. I mean, it'd be great for OBJ. I don't know if it would, depending on where Allen Robinson went. Obviously, yeah. he's very talented, but he's the number one there. So 
you have to go somewhere decent. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that's all just who knows. Well, it's odd. Just uh, the Odell one that I get the Robinson someone just kind of threw me off. I didn't see that coming. So, but all right, that'll do it for ranks. We'll be back tomorrow with our mailbag. Talk to you guys then. Mm-hmm.